Today, we're going to talk about your intuition, how to know if it's talking to you, and I'm going to give you 11 tips from the book Power Versus Force to know if it's your intuition talking to you or not. You're listening to the Stop the Mind Screw podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Owen. I have been a certified fitness trainer and certified life coach since 2002. On this channel, we talk about having a growth mindset, healthy habits, fitness, and some reality transurfing. Today, we're talking about your intuition and how to know if it's talking to you or not. Let's get into the episode. So how do we know if we're hearing our intuition or not? Today, we're going to talk about this, and I take concepts from the book Power Versus Force, in which we discuss the way that power, the universe, works. I'm going to give you 11 tips and words that are calibrated in power and the opposite word, which is calibrated in force. I'm going to also give you some funny examples from the movie. It's a wonderful life and a synchronistic event that happened to me. It's Christmas time right now. And the day after Thanksgiving, I was watching the movie, It's a Wonderful Life. And I actually watched it like three times while I was working around the house. And I could not help but see the synchronicity here. I had a gut feeling about this episode. And the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, is all about an angel who is sent from heaven to help a desperately frustrated businessman by showing him what life would have been like if he had never existed. George Bailey is that businessman, and he had spent his entire life giving of himself to the people of Bedford Falls, his hometown. He actually became resentful of this fact because George was so stubborn, he did not believe that Clarence was an angel, and Clarence was the guardian angel that was sent down to help him. When George said that he wished he had never been born, his angel, Clarence, came up with an excellent plan to reveal to George what his life would look like if he was never born. Oftentimes, we are like George Bailey. We become so stuck in this 3D world and past experiences that we cannot hear our sixth sense or our subconscious mind or superconscious mind. And today we are going to discuss this very thing. So where did I come up with these words? I came up with them through the book Power Versus Force by Dr. David Hawkins. I'll have a link to it in the show notes and the description. And I have found when it comes to understanding your true power and getting in touch with your intuition, Power Versus Force is a great book to understand this. The ability to differentiate between high and low energy patterns is a matter of perception and discrimination. Most of us learn by painful trial and error, like George Bailey. Failure, suffering, and eventual sickness result from the influence of weak patterns. In contrast, success, happiness, and health proceed from powerful attractor patterns. Therefore, it is well worth understanding the powerful, positive patterns, as well as the weak, and negative patterns. In the book, Hawkins has levels of power and force. I discuss these levels of consciousness often, and this, and I did an episode, I'll link it in the show notes, 
and the description as well on the episode I did on the levels of consciousness from the book Power Versus Force. And in the book, David Hawkins says, the universe favors power. This is so important. So I'm going to state it again. The universe favors power. That is how we know the universe is working for us and when we are in power. Here are 11 power versus force terms. And this is a great first step in understanding if that voice you're hearing is your intuition or your conscious reasoning. The first word is a power word, and the second word is a force word. And I've just pulled 11 of them. There are so many in there. And it has been said that just by studying these words, you raise your level of consciousness. And I can attest to this firsthand. So we're going to start with number one, allowing versus controlling. So you want to discriminate between whether it's a power word or a force word. And allowing versus controlling, you've got allowing, which is power, and controlling, which is force. Is the voice you are hearing telling you to let go or allow, or is it telling you to control every single thing? I have a very vivid dream that tells me to let go. I'm riding a Ferris wheel and I am terrified of heights. I mean, I hyperventilate in everything on Ferris wheels. I know. I feel silly, but it really does happen in real life. I guess I'm so frightened of heights that that's why that happens. But in my dream, suddenly my grandfather shows up in my dream and he's sitting next to me on the bench, smoking a pipe. And I could sense the jolliness of his spirit in this dream. All of a sudden, he tells me to look down. No, I am scared, I say. Then he says, um, look down, Kathy. It's just grass. I look down, and he is right. It is just grass. Green grass everywhere. This dream gave me the gut instinct to let go. This was my intuition telling me to let go. Notice how there is no one controlling the situation. No angel is going to tell you how to do something. In fact, in the movie, Clarence asks another angel for help when he sees that George is going to be stubborn. That's when they come up with the idea that they are going to show George what his life would have been like if he had never been born. Number two, authoritative versus dogmatic. Your intuitive voice will sound like an authority. There is no doubt there, and there is no force there. You instinctively know this is the right decision. Authoritative decisions are quick decisions. It's a good chance that the intuitive mind was working quickly when Clarence, George's angel, jumps into the icy river to get George to actually save him, while George was contemplating jumping into the river to commit suicide. Whereas a dogmatic voice is going to sound more like avoidance. That voice will never be the right answer. Your higher self will never sound like it's going to run away and avoid something. It is simple inner wisdom at work. Then we have balanced versus extreme. Think of living in balance or living as an extreme character. 
One of my favorite affirmations is, everything is in balance. This brings me back into flow. That is my little voice telling me that I'm on the right path. I always take a deep breath when I say this too. It just feels like such a relief. Whereas the extreme matter is overwhelming and overthinking. The choice is endless frustration and a sick feeling. When you feel the extreme of balance, it becomes another one of the different ways you can tell that you are on the right path. Number four, flexible versus rigid. Another way you can tell you are having an intuitive experience is the feeling of flexibility. Flexible thinking is the ability to shift gears or change direction to adjust to unexpected circumstances or novel problems. When facing a tough decision, the flexible thinker realizes there are infinite solutions to every problem. Rigid thinkers, on the other hand, often resist change, reject redirection, or refuse to see more than one way, um, their way, to solve a problem. This is not rational thinking, obviously. However, George was one of those rigid thinkers when he resisted redirection and denied that Clarence was even an angel in the first place. Number five, forgiving versus resenting. Forgiveness does not excuse the behavior of someone who may have harmed you or hurt you. Forgiving is really about our own well-being and our peace of mind. Forgiveness is a valuable tool for hearing the internal compass. Forgiveness can turn a difficult situation into a symbolic value of life. Whereas resentment, on the other hand, is like drinking poison and expecting the person you are mad at to die. Remember George was resentful of his home life? He wanted to travel and see the world. He got stuck in Bedford Falls, in his mind. Little did he know he needed to be there to make his life wonderful. Number six, orderly versus confused. Being an orderly thinker doesn't imply that you should be in a state of meditation all day long, keeping a watch on all your thoughts or writing down every thought in your mind so that you can avoid them the next time. Instead, step-by-step, you should organize the small things in a way that enhances your personal life. Your inner voice is never going to add more confusion to your life. On the opposite end of orderly is confusion. Confusion is the inability to think as clearly or quickly as you normally do. You may feel disoriented and have difficulty paying attention, remembering, and making decisions. Confusion is not your intuitive brain. In fact, it is your inner critic. Let's discuss that one next. Number seven, agreeable versus condescending. Agreeable inner voices are generally well-liked and prefer cooperation over conflict. You will hear agreeable inner voices guide you down the right path that is agreeable and help you experience life in the best way possible. Pay close attention to these agreeable, intuitive senses. On the other hand, a condescending voice tends to have some control issues, insecurities, and emotional baggage. This is definitely the ego self. Just take a close look and you'll see this ego voice will talk down to others and complain. 
That is not your intuition. Just saying. Number eight, approving versus critical. To hear the approving intuition, you must see that positive opinion about something or someone. It should go without saying that intuitive language is approving and the best thing that you have ever seen in a long time. Whereas critical voice will express an opinion when it thinks something is wrong or bad. It won't take us long to identify a family member who has been critical of us in the past. There are nonverbal cues that we experience in specific situations that are a dead giveaway of that critical voice. That is never your inner voice. Number nine, confident versus arrogant. When your inner voice is confident, it shines through, and the most common way it does this is you will notice it doesn't seek approval from others. It won't worry about things outside of its control. It will be decisive and assertive. These are all signs of a confident inner voice. An inner voice will never be arrogant. You won't hear it brag about their own achievements, skills, and abilities, and will not seek to be in the spotlight. In the movie It's a Wonderful Life, Clarence let George know he got his wings by giving him a book in which he wrote, Remember, George, no man is a failure who has friends. This was true in 1946, and it is true now, and it will always be true. And it is so confident and not arrogant. Number 10, respectful versus demeaning. Your inner voice will always be respectful. It will sound polite. It will give you respect. It will be kind. And of course, it will be respectful of others. It will never bully or demean you or others. Your intuition will never share criticism of others or make jokes at another's expense. Number 11, tolerant versus prejudiced. To be tolerant means that you accept other people's opinions and preferences, even when they live in a way that you don't agree with. Tolerance also means that you don't put your opinions above those of others, even when you are sure that you are right. And in the extreme, your inner voice will not be prejudiced. It will never make an assumption or an opinion about someone simply based on that person's membership in a particular group. Because our inner voice is tolerant, acceptance of all is a given. So let's go over these words that I picked from the book today. And remember, these are just a few. These are just 11 of them. And there, I would say there probably are 100. And again, it's also going to raise your levels of consciousness just by reading that list. So we have number one, allowing versus controlling. Number two, authoritative versus dogmatic. Number three, balanced versus extreme. Number four, flexible versus rigid. Number five, forgiving versus resenting. Number six, orderly versus confused. Number seven, agreeable versus condescending. Number eight, approving versus critical. Number nine, confident versus arrogant. Number 10, respectful versus demeaning. Number 11, tolerant versus prejudiced. In conclusion, remember, your intuition will definitely guide you. Intuition keeps you safe. It could show up in vivid dreams 
and it will help you leave your comfort zone safely. And it will be the most powerful tool you can listen to with good reason. I love how the book Power Versus Force has the power words and the force words listed in the book this way. The author even says that just by reading the words and making the distinction between the opposites, you will find yourself raising to the level of power. The universe favors power. Why not let your intuition guide your decision-making process? It will always be a clear, quiet voice, and it will speak with power. I can guarantee you it will be the right thing every single time. Thank you for spending part of your day with me. I trust that you found this helpful. If you know someone who can benefit from this, please share it with them. And until next time, I'll see you next time. Peace out and namaste.